So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh baby, that was good. I am stupid. <laughs> I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were gonna have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into? Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This week is a playlist roundtable. My name is Jeff, and on my Tom DeLonge Stratocaster that I bought in high school, I have a Jesus fish and an upside down American flag. My name is Jimmy, and while I was playing in Little League, one time ever, I caught the ball on second base and got somebody out. But the ref didn't call it, and that's when I gave up on sports. <laughs> My name is Dan, and I've mastered slop, and now I'm moving on to its more elevated big sister, Hash. <laughs> I let's get back to that. But Jimmy, uh, so uh, that's very funny because it's very relatable. When I was a child, yes. I played basketball every single year for many years, and I wasn't good. Like I obviously just I didn't, was never good at it. And then one year I was just, I played one game and I got in the car and I was I told my mom I was like I don't want to do this anymore. And she's like why not? And I was like nobody ever passes me the ball and I just run and get out of breath. And she's oh. like are you sure? And it was like the hardest it was the first hard decision I ever had to make in my life like giving <laughs> up something that I wanted to do so badly but just like getting out when I knew I should have rather than waste more time uh in my worthless life. And yeah, I I totally feel that. And another time I gave up was well, when I was a boy scout, you know like you're a weebelo, that's the first one, whatever the fuck a weebelo is. Uh, yes. Sorry, Jim, but you know what's a weebelo? Weebelo, other never mind. Um, and and then you move on, and you're like you're a wolf, and I was like hell yeah, I am a wolf. And then the next year you're a bear. So I go to like my cub meeting, my cub scout meeting, and I was like I'm a bear. They accidentally placed me in the wolves, and rather than my mom just like <laughs> calling them up and be like, hey, you accidentally placed my son in the wolves. He's supposed to be a bear. I was like, I'm done with this organization. <laughs> Jeff, in all honesty, you were probably mostly done because you thought that you'd be able to anamorph into a wolf or a bear. Right? This, this was pre-anamorphs, but that oh, would damn. have been very, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> very cool. All right, Dan, let's get into it. We got the hash, boy. Yeah, it's not a big thing. Oh, nice can crack there, Jeff, you scoundrel. You didn't have to. Jimmy could have just isolated my track and removed it. Like, it's not a big deal. But now you made it a thing. So now we have to leave the can crack in there. Well, it yep. bled through onto my track. That's how aggressive it was. Um, I mean, it's not really a big thing. It's just that I think that slop was sort of just like whatever I had in the refrigerator, like cooked yeah. together and then yep. put an egg on top. Hash has a little bit more planning. You know, you're developing flavors, mm -hmm. you're developing textures. So you're like thinking ahead, like, okay, I've got a sweet potato. I'm going to like steam that to soften it. And then I'm going to pat it dry before I add it to the pan so I can get some nice caramelization. You know, you're just thinking things through. You're going to wilt a little yeah, cabbage you're cooking. into it. You're, you're cooking. Yep. That's what you're yep. describing right now. <laughs> well, you're developing flavors, Jeff. You're not just cooking. Okay. That's what cooking is. 
cooking is the broader term for developing flavors and listing the steps cooking encapsulates all of the steps that are well, let me just tell you i made a nice sweet potato hash with sweet potatoes carrots onions and then i topped it with a nice thick wedge of a king trumpet mushroom <laughs> and a fried duck egg and it was elegant sounds delicious a lot of ingredients from the Asian market that we yes <laughs> recorded a video from. That's mm. correct on Patreon.com/slash Talk to YouTube. Watch me buy and some YouTube. of those ingredients. And on YouTube.com/slash Talk to YouTube. Is that it, Jim? Nope. Nope. We, we don't, don't exist. That. The URL. We are not popular enough. Aww. Add uh, subscribe to us on YouTube so we can get our own URL. Yeah, that's true. That's how that, that works. Would be very nice. You can't just get yeah. a URL at YouTube. No. Nope. Got to get enough. Wow. How many subscribers, Jim? I don't know. Maybe a thousand. Come on, Jim. Jim. Come on. <laughs> Jim. I Why I'm have the you? YouTube, Jim. I'm the YouTube man. You need to make 990 fake accounts and subscribe <laughs> to us. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. fellas. Do yeah. we have yeah. ratings, reviews, emails, or tweets? Oh, Jimmy. Thank you, God, for remembering this because we have a lot and I forgot about them. He did, yep. <laughs> I have an email. You want me to read it? Yeah. I, I want do. you, Jimmy, could you read the email we received? Oh, I'll read it. This is from Sherry Gallagher, and there's no subject. It says, pleasure to meet you. I am Captain Sherry Gallagher, <laughs> a United States Army officer Good reading. from the United States of America. <laughs> I have an important thing to discuss with you. Trust, please. Trust me, please. <laughs> that would have been awkward if she was like, I am a United States Army officer from the United Kingdom of Great Britain in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah. So we have to uh, get back to Sherry. What do we want to say to her? Hello. That we're here. Just we're tell here her that all lives matter. And that's the yeah. truth. We're, we're here for you, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, I do have a couple other ones. I have a tweet here. This is from a new listener who added us on Twitter. The username is Contrara. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, at Contrara says, loving talk me into. You guys get on so well and are very funny. Although you really have to talk me into some of these things. Well named. Well, that is, it's appropriate because we're very entertaining. We know how to hold a conversation with each other. Uh, We're funny, mostly me and sometimes Dan and Jimmy. And yeah. yeah, that's the point of the show. Like if, and based if you haven't heard of something that we're talking you into, like that's awesome if we're talking you into it. Even if you're not, we're exposing you to something that we like. And based on her use of the phrase get on so well, I'm going to wager that she's from England. I very so, cool. Yes. And as a bunch of Anglophiles, we are very happy to grow our audience across the pond. And uh, <laughs> as, another as they comment. Say. Another comment I want to read is from our Patreon, which if you guys join join our Patreon.com slash talk me into, you can comment directly there. This is from Six Star Brian. Well, is he really Six Star Brian or did we knock him down? Well, oh, I don't know. I've knocked him down quite a few, I believe. His comment is on our showdown episode. He says, good episode, five stars. Really enjoyed the showdown format and very funny as well. FYI, the best ginger ale is Vernon and Archer Electronics is a Radio Shack brand. Six stars. <laughs> See, I was that on our Patreon. <laughs> What's that? So why was that on our Patreon? Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. Oh, I think it was an email. <laughs> okay. 
he has commented on patreon but he gave our uh our shin godzilla episode like four or five stars i think four stars four yeah disappointed i'm still upset like if your name is six star and you give us four stars there's a problem i called him on it and his response was i've got to be honest well (laughs) (laughs) oh i didn't tell you guys who my cameo was in the movie that i was very excited about Oh. It's six star Brian. I want him to be one of the customers in the in the uh, comic book store. <laughs> he probably won't do it. He'll probably be like, <laughs> "I need to be paid." <laughs> probably. That's funny. I I... Say... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say because it's like that part where the character's swiping through swiping through Tinder. Then I'm gonna have to bleed this part out. But the customer says, "I hear the pussy on that app is great," and I really want six star Brian to say oh. that. <laughs> people listening to this aren't gonna know what's happening <laughs> it's no sorry so, so out of context but um it's funny that uh four star brian we'll, we'll even it out we'll go back to five star brian that's what i'm calling him from now on oh. until until he earns it back um he, he commented about how you know that episode didn't do much but like friend of the show ian who's been on the show twice mentioned how like that episode was really good he's been really liking talking into lately and that was one of the examples he gave so i don't know different different strokes i guess for different blokes each week on this podcast we take a few minutes around this time period before we get into our main subject to talk about a little something that we've been talking ourselves into each week. Yes, I said talking a lot in that prior <laughs> sentence. Yes. Um, this week, I am actually talking myself into something a little bit bigger. I'm talking talking myself into traveling. And I don't just mean the larger concept of traveling. I mean specifically, last night, I purchased plane tickets to travel across these United States and visit oh. friend of the pod Dante in Oregon. What? Oh. Yeah. This is this can't be this wasn't approved by me. <laughs> I know. Wow, that's a fun one. Yeah, so basically um my uncle Keith who is one of the Bruce Bros, you can hear him on our Bruce Springsteen episode. Uh he unfortunately had to cancel a trip that he was supposed to take and he's not going to be able to use the value of the tickets so he offered them to my sister and I and um I was able to take advantage of that and basically I only had to put in $100 and I got round trip tickets to Portland Oregon What wow. made you go there? Well, so I had the opportunity to basically get free plane tickets and i was like "Mm, i've been talking about wanting to travel more but i don't have a ton of money to do like a huge trip and i was like i've always wanted to see like portland and seattle you know the pacific northwest i wonder if dante Mm -hmm. would put me up for a few days to save some money so i hit him up and we talked about a time window it's going to be in september um and he was like really psyched on it i think he's sort of been feeling like we have a little trapped and lonely during this pandemic yeah and uh so we got to talking and it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun i'm gonna i'm actually gonna fly into seattle spend a few days there by myself just seeing the sights and then um i'm gonna take this uh shoreline and amtrak train down from seattle to uh eugene oregon where he lives and spend a few days with him there seeing eugene and portland and stuff i am feeling so left out 
of really? all of my friends' lives. I talk to Dante every single day. Most of the time, it's just memes or funny stories. But we we talk all the time. We were just saying the other day that I haven't we haven't physically hung out since I lived with you five years ago. That was the last time he was in Connecticut, uh, yeah. hanging out. And like, I'm just I, he didn't even mention this to me. You're both keeping <laughs> secrets from me behind my back. I brought you two together. And this is Honestly, what I get. It's kind of funny because this all fell together literally within the last two days. We're working on a, like, I had to purchase the tickets within a small time frame in order to, you know, receive the value of my uncle's refund. So mm. it came mm. together last minute. And uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to impose on Dante by inviting like other people. Plus you have a wife and a child. So I feel cheated on. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll go out there and record a Gaslight Anthem episode with him. I will kill <laughs> both of you. <laughs> a Gaslight Anthem episode? That's good. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's time for me to put my money where my mouth is. It's easy for everyone to say, oh, I should travel more, but I'm actually going right. to do it. I mean, That's plane cool. tickets recently have been extraordinarily cheap, but like... Yeah. And like we've we've talked before, you know, we're following CDC guidelines and not not going around the country right now. But, yeah, yeah when you're fully vaccinated, it's a little safer. Uh, and it's not yeah. until September. So I'm pretty confident. Sure. That everything will be cool. And uh, yeah, like I said, I've I've always wanted to see Seattle and the birthplace of my hero, Kurt Cobain, whom <laughs> life after. <laughs> No, but it'll good to be. It'll be good to catch up with Dante. I think he's excited to show people around. Like you said, he's been back here a couple times, but I don't think any of his friends have been out there to see him. So he's going to take a few days off and show me the sights. Should be should be pretty dope and pretty affordable. Nice. That's really cool. I was supposed to go to Seattle a couple years ago, but I, just like things fell through and I wasn't able to go. But yeah, I'm jealous. Go see uh, Nintendo. Is there Nintendo of America? You can go I don't say, care about that can, at all. You can wave to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Wizards of the Coast in Seattle. You'll yeah. just wave at the building. Go to the apparently Nike factory, like, just wave at the building. Apparently, I have like a third cousin twice removed who lives out there and is rich. And my parents are like, you should go stay with him at his mansion. I'm like, I've never even spoken to this person. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cousin that has lived in a lot of places. And she, I think she says that Portland was a favorite place she ever lived. Like she's in yeah. New Orleans now. She's lived in Australia and shit. It's pretty I'm cool. I'm going to binge watch all of Portlandia before I go. Because <laughs> that's a realistic portrayal. Correct. Jeff, if you'd like to get divorced and renounce your daughter, you can come with me. <laughs> Is that what you have to do if you want to travel? <laughs> Just Dude, yeah, give, up, living... give up your family? The wild, carefree, reckless life of a 34-year-old man. <laughs> and if you want to join this, you know, if you want to hop on the back of my hog and ride off into the sunset, how about I, I cut your ties to society? You just said hop on my hog and I just got all flustered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of you being flustered, Jeff, what are you talking yourself into this week? Not not mind. stealing your best friends away from each <laughs> other that you've known forever behind your back. Definitely not that Daniel. It'd be um, cool if Dante and I became besties. <laughs> this one, this one's just been on the back burner for like four months because it's not really cool at all. But you know, as we as we head towards uh, full vaccinations, and we've been talking forever about getting this project off the ground called So Discussion. So this is kind of appropriate. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to really get into having a soda stream. 
Um, okay. Because I, I bought one in like December and I use it, but like, I don't think it's definitely not worth the money, right? So like it's... It, okay sure if you have it you're using less plastic less aluminum you're helping out earth a little bit but like it doesn't make soda as good as just like in a can or like the, the seltzer is fine so sometimes i'll just like get a bottle of you know that it comes with bottles and just like get some seltzer but like yeah, yeah. Put, either drink it just like that which is really good or with like a squeeze of lime or lemon cucumber it's fine it's good it's delicious but as far as like sodas or like beverages go it's i don't know the syrup's so expensive like i tried this natural root beer one and it tastes just like spice it's not good mm-hmm. um i bought like some crappy brand at target of cola it doesn't taste good surprisingly the best syrup that i bought so far because like you know it's expensive so i've only tried several flavors um is ikea's blueberry syrup which <laughs> no blueberry soda is great and like my wife really we like main root blueberry soda but we can't find main like i don't know what happened all of a sudden it just doesn't exist anymore um so yeah like it's fine it's good i'm just trying to use it for different things but whatever it's a small thing been talking myself into that's it cool. jimmy what are you talking yourself into no oh, no i'm eating sour patch jelly beans um <laughs> come on dan I, <laughs> um i've been talking myself into kind of in the same vein as dan as uh just making plans again yeah um yeah just like i got my first vaccination so Can you swallow that should be no <laughs> no he's a spitter uh-huh all right give me one second let's hop are, on I this mean, hog that's a lot that's a lot of jelly candy in your mouth <laughs> jimmy keep going this is what dan puts us through every week dude i've never been that bad i can hear it tucked <laughs> yes. inside his lip yeah dude, now jimmy jimmy's like voice change but you you can hear like your tongue moving and like the actual chewy you've done jimmy some was like this. he was like he had a chew in his mouth harry yes. carry um so yeah i've just been starting like kind of getting the idea of just like making plans again like um well i i got tickets to uh go see mike berbiglia uh the comedian like not that long ago probably uh not to be I, confused I with the other mike berbiglia that everybody yeah. knows <laughs> yeah the um, u.s I, patent office attorney mike berbiglia <laughs> yeah uh, i got tickets to go see him probably i guess a little over a year ago and it was supposed to be in the uh i believe may of 2020 and of course that got pushed to uh um later on but now it's it's finally uh there's actual dates in october and i'm actually going to see it with my mom because she's a fan of him as well so uh we're going to see him in october because uh we still have tickets so that's something i'm like actually looking forward to i'm like hey i could actually plan out going to see them um i had possible vacation plans with a family uh i believe in uh august or something i haven't really looked into it yet but like that's a possibility too and it's like just good to get in that sort of mental state again of like hey i could like go to the city again and like go walk around and not feel scared or of anything so jeff's locked in a bunker right now thinking that you and i are crazy yes <laughs> yes i am yes <laughs> yes i, uh, I, I have a lot i have episode, faith but. towards the end of this year that things will be more normal but until then i'm not getting my hopes up yeah i get that uh but that's just sort of what i'm doing 
Uh, as Dan would say, the hills are uh, singing with the sound of music. That was uh, not what I said. That <laughs> was that was the absolute worst thing he's ever said in our Uncanny X Force <laughs> episode. It was so funny at and just like so poorly worded and thought out. It was, it was great. It was very. Funny. I was speaking yeah. truth to power. Yeah, and that's what I'm feeling today. So, yeah, making plans. It's great. Loving it. Fuck you guys. Jimmy clearly grew up watching a lot of McDonald's commercials. All right, folks. Is that my? Is that going to catch on? You think? No, that's like no. a dollar store version of Jim Carrey. <laughs> Alrighty <laughs> then, folk guys. So this this episode is called Playlist Roundtable. If you've been a listener of Talk Me Into for a while, you will know that we have done other roundtable formats. First, we started out with record roundtables. Started out great, and then it turned violent. So we've <laughs> veered away. We veered away from that a little bit. Uh, we've done like Halloween roundtables. We've done showdowns. We've done Jimmy Day, Dan Day. We've done multiple topic episodes before um We're not doing jeff day sorry nope. <laughs> That'd be so funny if we never That's did good. that would be very funny um so when we were trying to do our last record roundtable, Jimmy's like, I don't like any more albums. That's it. We did it all. <laughs> so I thought it would be funny. Like we all have Spotify. We all we've always talked about different playlists we have. Um, so I came up with the idea of having a playlist roundtable where we each present to somebody a playlist we had. Now, when I presented the idea, I said, if we're doing this, no more adding music onto the playlist, knowing this. So this is like a pre-made playlist that we didn't we didn't make thinking it would ever be on talk me into. So it's a playlist that we just listen to personally. And that's pretty much the only parameters. Like I'm not giving you like a, f- a hundred song playlist that I would think is funny, but there's several, I usually make them based on like, well, sometimes there's like moods or stuff. So I don't know what you guys are going to pick, but when I make playlists, it's usually like a time period. So if there's mm-hmm. like, over summer this is a lot of songs that i'm listening to either new songs that come out or just songs i think are like good to add on there a mix um so i have i was going back and forth on what i should do i was like should i give them a playlist that i know that they'll like with maybe a couple weird songs should i give them like i have I have a playlist called quarantine 2020 rippers and half the songs i like and half are like jokes that are bad um so I'm not going to give you that, but like some other ones I have 2019 bops. It's like all the different versions of old town road. So like, <laughs> I'm not going to give already you that. Done that. Yeah. So I'm actually just going to go with a playlist that I had called Jeff jam summer 18 rotation. So these were songs I was listening to heavily in 2018. They were either new songs that just came out that I was really feeling or songs that I already knew that I, you know, just, listen to a lot there's about 15 songs on here so it's about the length of an album and you know when we go over these songs like i don't know how long it's going to take because they're all different artists so we can just give like a little story of why did you add the song to this playlist and then did the other people like it you know we don't have to like dwell on everything Mm. so I'll, i'll give you the link to this later 
there's some stuff like there's a Brian Fallon song. I'm sure you guys know it. So you might like that. There's some stuff we've talked about before on the show. Um, there's a William Onyabor song on here. So you guys know that there's a, there's some stuff that you guys are familiar with. Some stuff you might know already or some stuff I guarantee you, you don't know. Um, but there's no like stupid songs on here. Like there, you know, there's some playlists I have that are just like all female rap songs about. Um, so I'm not going to give you that one, (laughs) but I I think that you'll like this uh, Jeff jam summer 18 rotation. Jimmy, what playlist did you pick for us to talk about, to listen to and then talk about so I've I kind of had the I I don't remember if I came up with the idea of a playlist roundtable or not, but I definitely knew That's that I funny. was running we all out of sync. We yeah came up with that <laughs> idea as well um, because like I definitely ran out of like um, records and stuff that Dan and Jeff aren't like already familiar with or just like things that I straight up know that they're not going to like. And um, so I was like I had this idea that I was going to give them this playlist because like it's just like it's straight up my guilty pleasures um it's just like a bunch of different things that are i would call it like it's sort of like an upbeat like jammer uh sort of playlist it's called my antidepressant playlist hmm. it's just something to uh to sort of lift your spirits up uh there's a bunch of artists in here that i'm sure that you're going to know um and uh some stuff we've talked about on the show before and um a lot of it is like uh some of it is like covers and like cool like pop punk covers of different songs and uh yeah i'm excited to to go into this i have 95 percent of an idea that you guys are going to uh give it a no but Mm -hmm. um i think it's going to be fun to talk about anyways and how long is your playlist jim uh it, it says it's about two hours long which i don't think is like a crazy long playlist but um yeah uh, Dan, 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 before you get into yours, um, we're right now recording on April 17th, January 13th, 2021. I sent a text to everybody that said record roundtable idea, weird or embarrassing playlists. I came up with the idea. Fuck y'all. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but we didn't adhere to that weird or embarrassing. No, it, it, it evolved. as we Because decided. as I've said in the introduction to this episode, down with guilty pleasures, up with up pleasure, with pleasure pleasures. Yeah. Well, th- my playlist is still weird and embarrassing, so I don't care. Oh, yeah. So I had two playlists that I was debating giving you guys. Uh, as Jeff said, um, they were made a while ago. They're things I listen to every now and again. Um, when I make playlists, they tend to be a little bit more tightly thematic than what I think you guys do. They're not just like songs that I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So the one that I ended up, well, first I want to give you the runner up because I think it's still a cool concept. Maybe I'll do it in the future. And that's uh, inadvertently creepy songs, songs that were not <laughs> intended to be scary, but just are due to the circumstances of the lyrics or maybe like what the artist did later in life or something. So that's um, a pretty good concept lyrically, but like, how is that musically to listen to? Is it like fun to listen to? Well, a lot of them are on there because they're just creepy sounding, even though oh, they're okay. intended to All right. like, um, the hurdy gurdy man by Donovan is supposed to be just like a trippy psychedelic song, but it sounds like, I don't know. I mean, it was used in David Fincher's movie about, the zodiac killer and it's fitting anyways Mm. i didn't go with that i went with a playlist that i called let's get digital digital okay yeah Uh, and this is music i would say from 1970s until now and the only like unifying factor is that the instruments are predominantly digital um so they 
not necessarily all they could have some live instruments but they're mostly like electronic drum kits you know produced beats things like that um it's about an hour and a half long i think there's some bops in here there's also some melancholy stuff it's the whole range of digital music there's literally like straight up pop there's hip-hop there's some industrial so it's kind of all over the place, but I think it hits some touchstones that you guys have enjoyed in the past. I'm um, interested because you've put together playlists for like inspirations to bands that never became real. Um, mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. some I sometimes I still listen to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by what's on this. Yeah, I like building playlists. Um, I think of them sort of more along the old school, like um, making a tape for someone. Yeah. So I think uh, I think this is going to be a fun one. So we're going to have the links to all of these playlists in our show notes here. And um, yeah, if you get a chance to listen to them, when we come back, we're going to be talking about each of them and spoiling them. Is that a thing? Uh, that's not, <laughs> yes. it's, it's music. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's protest. It's protest. We all just stopped. <laughs> I had a joke there, but you laughed over it. You prick. Okie dokie, fellerinos. I like it. Thank you. Uh, we are doing our very first playlist roundtable. Yes. And we have a lot of music to talk about today. 76 so. songs, the bulk of which are from Jimmy. Thanks, Jim, for that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about my playlist. Uh, so uh, I think the order we're going to go in is we're going to talk about Jeff's playlist first. Which is Jeff Jam, Summer 18, Rotation. Right. Yeah, and I would say, like, um, obviously we always post post our um, playlists and things like that. You may not be the type of listener that checks them out, but for this episode, you may want to have them in front of you or have some basic knowledge because we're going to sort of, like, skim through these, you know? We might have a yeah, we're not, to say. Yeah, we're not going to deconstruct every single song like we do with right. an artist or an album. Yeah, um, track one of Jeff Jam, Summer 18 Rotation, is If Your Prayers Don't Get to Heaven by Brian Fallon. This is one of his solo songs. Yes. I'm not a huge Brian Fallon solo career guy. Neither um, am I. But I think this is one of the better songs. It's one of the ones I'm familiar with. It's, uh, what would you say, sort of like a, got a, like a reggae type of vibe to it a little? I wouldn't say reggae, but it's like upbeat and it's kind of like... I don't know. You guys are the music people. It's like, it's the most reggae and you said no. So well, yeah, (laughs) it's the most gaslight anthem song. I think this whole album is, but this song in particular is just like such a cool, just like summer chill vibe. Even like the background vocals, just like, and then at the end, he's like, you know, just like go. Oh, it's so, so chill. Yeah, I like this whole album. I think it's really good. I think it's Me his too. best solo album. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, this is probably the best song that's on that play on, on that um, album. So uh, I'm glad that you put it on there, and I think it's fitting for this album or playlist, whatever. <laughs> the next track, Fever Pitch, is one that I found interesting because I'm not familiar with Rainbow Kitten Surprise at all, and Neither I really like this song. So, um, oh, I, for some reason, I thought you were going to hate it because of like that weird, really corny rap thing in the middle. Yeah, I don't like that part. Okay, um, <laughs> that's the part that I did like. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the song, but I liked that little part of the song. I, I thought this was kind of cool. I thought the intro was so cool and a build. So the history with this, real briefly. I, 
I don't know Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Somebody mentioned this song sometime in 2018. I listened to it and I was like, I'll throw it on a playlist. That song's really good. And I listened to other songs by them and I hated every single one I heard. <laughs> yeah, this it sort of reminds me of like Aloe Black. You know him at all? I've heard the name, but I don't sort know. Sort of like a groovy, like neo yeah. R&B artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. The next one, Feel It Still... I believe this was on one of the Weird Al playlists yeah. that you gave yeah, us. Yeah, it was. And this had just come out. And I think it like this was just a good remix of it because it's like it's Portugal the Man vocals, but it's Weird Al doing the music. And it's like so polka-y and upbeat. And he's like adds his own harmonies and like uh Not for me, vocals. dog. <laughs> I know. I literally I wrote, this is really cool. I don't care what Dan has to say about it. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I, I think it's interesting, especially for a guy like Weird Al. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Weird Al has an established career of doing a thing, and this is not that thing, so I think that's interesting. And I mean, recently, last year, he did another guest spot on an actual just Portugal the Man song. He It wasn't oh, so a remix. It friendly. Yeah, um, and this is actually the first time there's an artist overlap. There were f- three on all of our songs, and there was only one song that repeated itself on all mm-hmm. of our playlists, which is pretty funny. We're going to get uh, there soon. Yeah, Got My Mind Made Up by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, I'm like a moderate Tom Petty fan. I know most of the hits and I did not know this song. What's Me the history either. of this? Yeah. So I, I was moderate too. And then I watched a Tom Petty documentary like around this time and I started getting more into him. And this was like, I think this album either like just came out or it was like, an um, it's a more, it's a newer song, but it's not a hit. Like it's not one that you would really know, but I just really like the vibe of it. And it, like so this is my, this is a summer playlist so there's not like i don't know it to me i kind of added songs that are like i want to sing driving in a car and this is kind of that it has like that chugging kind of drum beat you know what i mean it just sounds like you want to go faster when you listen to it yeah uh, it's okay it feels it's, like newer yeah. tom petty his voice doesn't hold up as well for me mm-hmm. um yeah i think i think the song is fine it actually has a little bit like a blues brothers vibe and i thought that was kind of cool mm-hmm. um but uh but if you want to yeah, talk about fine. songs to sing along to in the car you got to talk about <laughs> blah, 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 which is not in From english Lenigrad. and yeah. i could picture jeff not singing along to this because none of <laughs> it just sounds oh. like gibberish i try <laughs> of course you do is this somehow guys... connected to go go bordella it's not no so this song was at my last job there was a group of people who had this playlist called gerbil jams i don't know who started it but we were we were all collaborators and we just threw whatever on there so there was literally hundreds of songs and we would just like you know i would just put it on like shuffle i found a lot of new music this way and um this song was either on there or the guy who was like the, the the one who started this posted a video on Facebook of them performing the song live and there were subtitles and it was such a fun energetic song and the lyrics are really funny whatever that word is it means fish and it's about how there's so many fish in the sea but you're the one that I want so it's actually this really like sweet funny song but it's just like such a I think that musically it is so fucking fun it's really it's pretty fun i don't like it really oh i thought it was fun to listen to i thought it was a bit of a jam i'm not a big like it's annoying how is it annoying it just is i'm not into this sound like i i feel like this is going to be a big barrier when we get to go go bordella is this whole like dirty vocal acoustic 
gypsy punk thing is not like my bag i don't think that this is gypsy punk at all this is like funkier than it is anything uh okay this is america (laughs) oh man (laughs) (laughs) this is america is our crossover song jeff coincidentally it's on my playlist as well and uh i like it (laughs) it's a jam (laughs) it's a bop it's a proper bop yeah, it's it's a really good song. Um, I'm pretty sure like everyone was listening to it when it first came out. And yeah, uh, I mean, I great. was because it got hype. Like Childish yeah. Gambino is okay. He's he's always from I like a few of comedy songs. to me. Yeah, but this came out and like it's just like I think just the video the bass, made it go viral. It did, yeah. and that's where I first heard it. And like the bass is so dirty, but then like all the other stuff. When mm. once you start like listening to it and li- find out more about it, like there's a lot of like um african inspired beats and harmonies Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. vocals behind it as well as like in the music video there's like you know some pretty problematic dance moves that he does but to bring to light uh the mistreatment of black people in america so it's it's such like musically it's awesome lyrically it's great yeah we'll talk a little bit more about it too when it comes up in my playlist i'm sure okay um jimmy what did you think of big brown pills from lynn Dan hated Never it. heard of it before, but it was good. Oh, uh, I didn't I hate can, it. Oh, really? I, I can mess with it. I, it's pretty good. I've never heard of it or the band, but um, yeah, it was good. Sort of reminded me of a like Frank Turner meets Dropkick Murphys type of vibe. Yeah, I can I've, see that. Yeah. I think the song popped up on like you may like because you liked this mm-hmm. on Spotify, and I was like, I don't know, there's something about that. the song. It's just like it feels more powerful than i think it is like it's really bare but it still builds up all this emotion when i listen to it Mm. yeah i like the song not crazy about the vocalist but that's fine what are you gonna do um (laughs) i I, i'm very interested by the next track like i used to be by matt and kim because i'm an old school matt and kim fan i haven't heard like their more recent albums which i believe this is from i wasn't familiar with this song Yeah, i think this was new when i added it to the playlist i'm surprised you have it on here because i thought you disliked matt and kim no i don't dislike them and this song is really like really catchy and sing along to it and even like the i can't tell at some points if there's like background vocals or if it's like synthesized like Mm. yeah they definitely mess with that in this (laughs) song yeah but it's just like i don't know man it just fits the vibe of this playlist to me it's really good yeah, I feel like Matt and Kim is an artist that I should like be into. I just never really delved really deep into their future uh, episode. Jeff, write uh, it down. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> um, but I, I thought the song was really cool. I've, I've, I think I've heard it before, um, but it, it seemed really cool. I liked it a lot. Africa by Weezer. I would have removed from this playlist if uh, <laughs> if we didn't stick to our own rules. Like, I just I don't know why I even added this because I never really liked it to begin it's, with yeah i'm not a, i'm not, not a huge dope. fan of this cover no, um I, I much prefer ninja sex party's uh cover of it i think it's really good i'd um, much prefer this song not existing in any form <laughs> you don't like it i hate this song no i think, I think it's, it's just really corny and um there's something about those like open harmonies that feel like so 80s i don't know yeah oh we'll get to 80s when we're talking about your playlist dan hey uh, <laughs> Uh, but then we get to Atomic Bomb, uh, which is a uh, a remix version from William Onyebor. Yeah, this one was Hot on Chip. the William Onyebor episode, which Dan hated, but I think he liked the song. Yes, this was like my favorite song on that playlist. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that um, my opinion is still like the same because <laughs> I, I heard this and I liked it a lot. I loved the groove of it. And I, I went never back. heard it again until now. 
no, well, no, what I'm saying is when I heard it now, I was like, hey, I really like this. I wonder if I felt the same on the original episode. And I went back and checked and I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't remember. Yeah, I love the groove of this. I think um, William Onyabar needs a little updating. That's like yeah, something that I felt agreed. in the original episode. And I think he's well served with this remix. Yeah, for sure. This is a really good one. Uh, then we get to Feel Right. Uh, which is by Mark Ronson. Well, let me let me preface this song because sure. we recently recorded a talking shit episode. I think it's it's definitely going to be out by the time you're listening to Playlist Roundtable. So if Should be. you you sign up to our Patreon.com, um, we have an episode of Talking Shit. I think it's our fourth episode, and we talked about can you separate uh, the artist from the art and. I kind of have a problem with this one because it's it's Mark Ronson featuring Mystical. Mystical went to prison for rape and Uh-oh. didn't know that. And I forgot that when I added the song to the playlist and I like this this song is on the album that had like Uptown Funk. So if you've heard mm-hmm. Uptown Funk, it's that same really dancey sing along like, "Oh yes." It feels like James Brown. Yeah, right. it does. It it does feel like James Brown and I think that mystical's performance in this is at like a modern ish james brown like the grit in his voice and it's just like a party song Feel but good I, in the mother- yeah <laughs> sorry jim and we're gonna rock this motherfucker all night um i i love this song and i feel bad for loving it because he's a piece of shit uh but i just wanted to say that in case anybody was wondering it's so funny that you mentioned that because like this was my favorite song on the playlist. <laughs> it's one of mine too. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I don't know anything about mystical. I've never heard of him before. Um, I like Martin, Mark he Ronson. Did, he did shake that ass and another song that was popular 20 okay. years ago. So cool. that's disappointing to find out. Yes. Um, I do think this falls in a nice, like cozy Mark Ronson vibe between, um, the Bruno Mars stuff, which I don't love that much, but, mm. It harkens back a little bit to the uh, Amy Winehouse back in black stuff for me. I was thinking mm-hmm. the same thing. It yeah. feels like some, like somewhere in between them, which is really fun. And like Jeff said, it has like a real party vibe. Sucks mm-hmm. that it's featuring a rapist. Um, probably won't listen to it anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, another party song, the Hamilton Polka. That's <laughs> what a party. So this came out in March of 2018. So by law, it had to be on all of my playlists that year. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, fun. this is uh, this is close to my heart because I love Hamilton. And uh, this is actually the way I got my niece Evie into Hamilton was by listening to the Hamilton polka because she just thought it was funny. And nice. um, yeah, I mean, I think Weird Al is at his best when he's doing these like polkas or these um, mm-hmm. what do you call it, where he's cramming like lots of little songs together. Polkas. Well, he calls them that, but there's another word. But it doesn't matter because it's Weird Al. So I like his polkas. <laughs> polkas. Uh, yeah, that was that song's great. It, it, it do slap. Um, then we get to Nine Pound Hammer by so the this, Brothers Four. This song is one of my favorite songs of all time. This <laughs> version of this song, I've put it on so many playlists. I play it all the time. I sing to it probably off key and my <laughs> wife hates it. And as soon as it comes on, I'm like, oh, there's Nine Pound Hammer. There's a little too. I, I love it. It's so great. And I think that I don't know. I'm confused because I I want to say Dan is going to hate it, but it's also kind of like kind of something that I would think that Dan would F with. So I like it a lot. 
Um, yes. I, I don't yes! think it belongs on this playlist. No, it doesn't. It do- There's no theme. <laughs> yeah. It's just songs that I like to sing, Dan. Well, I would say that from the Hamilton polka on, this playlist goes off the rails and just becomes <laughs> things that Jeff wanted to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I like it. It reminds me of some of the like corny but still good folk music of the mid 60s like peter paul and mary and Mm -hmm. um pete seeger some of dude did you guys see the album cover it is ridiculously great it's so good it also reminds me a lot of um i don't know how familiar you guys are with this film but uh i love a mighty wind the christopher guest oh yeah folks fun at folk music jim have you seen that no i haven't well, it's basically making fun of all these 1960s folk groups. They all do a reunion in like the late 90s. Anyways, um, there's a group called like, oh, what are they called? The New Main Street Singers. <laughs> and and it's very much this. It's like sing along, <laughs> corny, like very oh, wholesome folk music. And like, music. you know, I've heard Johnny Cash do this song. I've heard a bunch of people do this song. But this one to me, it like it just starts out like so deep and somber. And then it just like builds and gets faster and faster. And at mm-hmm. the end, I'm like, yeah, my f- grave yeah woo! <laughs> sorry jim uh into the night jeff's just trolling i would not be surprised if you broke the rules and added this on like I did. when we made up well, the no, actually on there that's pretty funny you say that because it was on there and we saw that you added some stuff onto your playlist last minute sir oh what called out called out oh well, let's that? talk about that because i don't remember that um no i just think that this song originally was a troll but then i actually unironically started to enjoy it so like i love <laughs> i love singing along to this song and it's 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 such a bad song but i i love it yeah can it's you separate fine. the art from the art because even this art is problematic <laughs> no that's why it was funny at first but then like i don't just something about the way he sings it and gets so into the, it's funny to me and i like to sing it i didn't even bother listening to it i just skipped it (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i did that on your guys too (laughs) yeah no anchor i don't have much to say about this it's fine yeah that's a good song it came up because he um chris woolard i believe he was in hot water music with chuck reagan and this is a solo thing he had and like i just really like the song i think it's just a good song it sort of reminds me of like bouncing souls but not sung as well (laughs) well dan's a no jimmy were you a yes (laughs) we're not we're not there yet yeah what are you talking about pushes we have overall thoughts and like a fun little thing we decided to do for this episode is to throw on like songs that we thought would fit into each other's playlist so uh jimmy do you have an idea of a song that you think could be added and fit seamlessly into the jeff jam playlist um i don't know i i definitely got like the the, like the there's some stuff that's a little bit like uh especially with like the brian fallon song like the um the gaslight anthem-y kind of like feel so like any like gaslight song i could kind of see on here Mm. um I i don't really have anything super specific i i was trying to hit on the um rock and roll meets groovy dance music vibe right right um mixed with the fact that i know jeff has been delving a little bit deeper into talking heads so if i was going to add mm. one song to this playlist playlist it would be life during wartime by talking heads mm, okay. I think that could fit yeah you could hit that yeah um overall thoughts i 
I think this playlist is all over the place. It, yeah, it's it is. it's hard for me to say like what this is about, either by like genre or by mood. Um, I think in general, like I probably focus more on that than you guys when I make a playlist. It's I don't know. It's just like my OCD thing. Um, I think there's highs and lows. I'm also surprised by how much of it crosses over with stuff that we've talked about in the podcast. Mm. Well, I but mean, yeah, like we, it predates it. I mean, it's from 2018, yeah. so we, right. we talk about things we like. So, yeah, makes sense. Jim, yeah, do you have I any guess, overall thoughts. I guess my overall thoughts is um, a little all over the place, but that's not necessarily about a bad thing. I think my playlist is all over the place too, um, and it's just it's fun to listen to like things, but still kind of get that like vibe. I guess just like th- stuff that you want to listen to, and I totally get that. That's how all my playlists are so all right fellas was i able to talk you into jeff jam summer 18 rotation yes i knew i knew that was gonna be a no from dan i absolutely when when i gave it to you i was like this is gonna be a no from dan when i saw jimmy's playlist i didn't even listen to one song and i was like dan's gonna be a no I just think that Dan's going to hate everything yes. here. No, no, yes. this wasn't because as bad what... as you thought it was. I, I like this a lot wasn't of as this. bad as Jimmy's. He was about to say. No, I wasn't uh, about to say that. I'm not spoiling the. No, but of this but episode. I I think that it's exactly what you said, Dan. Is that you like a, like a tight theme on playlists, and this one didn't yeah. have one. I just wanted to give you a short, fun playlist. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say that it's hard for me to judge it as a playlist for that reason so i sort of have to weigh out like songs that i really liked versus songs that i didn't like as much oh yeah. and, We're about and to it was clo- with me it was closer than than you think it was there's some stuff that i really enjoyed and like didn't know about and i think that's the best thing about a playlist is to discover mm-hmm. new music mm-hmm. so there's stuff on here that i was like like really vibing to um i just think that overall there's more stuff that I either didn't like or just didn't care about. I think, Jeff, you more so talked me into making seasonal playlists um, because I kind of like that idea of just like throwing out a bunch of stuff that you're listening to at the time. Yeah. And, and like so, you can sort of like go back and like be like, oh, I was listening I'll, to that. Then. Sometimes I'll start and I'll be like, OK, I'm, I'm going to add new songs starting like now because my previous one's right. like too long or I'm bored of the songs. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, it's been a little while. I've been listening to these few songs. Let me start one and then I'll add as I find stuff. Like yeah. I'm still adding one to my 2021 Rippers playlist, which Dan will absolutely hate because it's half meme songs ever since they got on TikTok. Talk. it's like chug jug for you and the, yeah. the cat vibing polka um <laughs> but yeah it's fun let's you want to move on to are we doing jimmy's next oh yeah let's do it we're oh, doing the playlist okay. called antidepressant which is basically my uh jammer playlist it's just like things that are that put me in a better mood than i'm already in aka get hype yeah yeah kind of um build me up buttercup i mean i feel like we can talk about the first few like the first three tracks on this playlist together because yeah i was going through a phase i was gonna of, say like, that <laughs> i was going through a phase of like women-led like garage band songs <laughs> i don't know why but like these first three songs are like all kind of that and like the third one is more so like um what's the word for it uh i don't know but i wanted to say that they're all whatever. like punk or ska punk covers that's what i was gonna say yeah like old 
pop songs. Some right, of them yeah. very old, like Build Me Up Buttercup, I think is the 70s. Teenager yeah. in Love is like the 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Come Eileen is like the 80s. And you have a couple more of those on here that are like that, like, right. you know, pop punk or, you know, ska covers. Uh, so I these, think these work to varying levels. Yeah, I was just going to say out of these three, Build Me Up Buttercup. I don't know. It, it It is like that thing. Like around this time period, a lot of bands like this were covering songs like ironic, older songs, ironically. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't think the song is that great. Like the original song and the cover doesn't do anything for me, but it's not like I don't hate it. I listened to it and I was like, OK, that's it. I was um, listening to uh, I think, I, I'm I'm a huge ahead. fan of that song. Like I really like build me up buttercup and I was listening to a different version of that song, but I have it associated with an ex-girlfriend of mine. So I was like, mm. I need a different version of this. So that's well, why I threw this one on there. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, but isn't this the version that plays in Mallrats? Yep. It's on, it's on the Mallrats playlist. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's so, in Mallrats, but they made a music video about it. It is. And I can actually yeah. tell you which scene it's in. Oh, it is? I don't remember it it's being in there. during the sex scene between Brody and his ex-girlfriend in the elevator. Oh, really? I don't remember that. That's yeah. funny. I'm a nerd. Um, I think <laughs> yeah. a teenager in love works the best out of all these. Yeah, uh, yeah I like the regrets. Yeah, it's, they're really good. the biggest Whoa. transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the regrets I found out because they did a side-by-side split with Tegan and Sarah for a record store day release. And then I looked up a bunch of their music videos and songs, and they're pretty solid. And yes, the song was actually good. pretty good. Um, Come on, Eileen. I know this is Jimmy's favorite song of all time. I don't like mm-hmm. the song at all, and I don't like St. Ferris. <laughs> yeah, I don't love this version. I think they... The thing that the original has going for it is um, this, like, rollicking... Um, vibe of like folk musicians in a bar and this takes that out and it feels just a little like um uh like bleached clean i don't know how to describe it It feels like a band that was assembled in a studio and told to make a hit (laughs) i I like this version a lot um it's one i don't know if it's like just pure nostalgia but like i listened to this a lot when i was like in high school and stuff and i was like i want to make movies i want to put this in a movie someday Mm -hmm. but um yeah I'm curious to see what Jeff thinks of your head, your heart, because Jimmy and I love later era hostage com and yeah. Jeff, not so much. I have a very love hate relationship with hostage com who provided mm-hmm. our theme song, which, uh, thank you. <laughs> which we're and grateful for. We are very thankful for it. I, it's such a catchy song. Um, but also like I was like, yeah, hostage comes a hardcore band. Then they started doing like this lighter stuff and Pop I was here. like sellouts. But then I became an adult at 30 years <laughs> old and I started <laughs> to grow up and I was like, well, that's not fair. I like a lot of lighter music now or as I would used to call lighter music. And um, this isn't it for me. I don't know. It's just it. It didn't really do much for me. It's not it's not a bad song. But mm. it's I don't think it's uh, as good as both of you guys have been trying to convince me it is this this song in particular. I didn't listen to the rest of uh, whatever album this is on. But, yeah, it didn't stage. do as much for me as it does for you guys. I get that. I mean, this is basically like their single from the album. Um, like it's very poppy. Uh, even the music video, it, it shows them like playing on like basically like the ed sullivan show and like it's supposed to be like sort of like a tribute to the beatles and stuff um but um yeah i mean if it's not for you man it's not for you but i think it's fun and it's a, it's a fun song to listen to i think it's a jam yeah, yeah it's not bad i think it's a great pop song super catchy yeah 
um ready to die andrew wk this did i turn you on to andrew wk jimmy no i found out about this song because they did a trailer they had this song was part of a trailer for this game called rage 2 i believe and i was like "Ooh, this song is fun yeah yeah i i love this first andrew wk album i get wet it's called it's very funny yeah uh it's like over the top super produced anthemic metal songs Mm -hmm. sort of poking fun at bro culture because if you know anything about andrew wk he's not like this no Um, he's basically a big meme about partying and stuff exactly yeah Right. Jeff, uh, you seemed surprised when Je- Jimmy sent you this playlist. And no, he- I just thought it was funny because it was called Antidepressant and this song is called Ready to Die. I sent <laughs> right. that text before I even listened to the song. It was just funny to me. But yeah. yeah, I never I never got into Andrew WK. I, ne- I don't really get his appeal and this song didn't do anything for me. Oh, okay. it feels like such I mean, a Jimmy I, song to me because it's like I video get, game music with the sort of guitars. I what he's doing. I ju- it's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, spoiler, there's a lot of video game music coming up on this playlist. Oh, yeah. And, and I think this is probably the best of it. Yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, then we get to I a like weird Andrew one. WK, though, so that's that's praise for me. I right. love this song. Uh, then we get to a weird one. I just was going through a phase where I was really into this song. It's called Run Around by Blues Traveler. Not yeah, a I fan. Like, I no? knew Jeff would hate it because it's sort of jammy, but I like Blues Traveler, especially their bigger hits, which this is one of them. Yeah, it is. Jeff, anything else to add? No, no that's it. Not just, a fan. <laughs> don't like the song. I saw it on the playlist and I was like, I've heard this a thousand times. I'm not going to listen to it again. So I skipped it. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about the next track, Buddy Holly. Yeah, by Buddy Weezer, Holly. Except classic. I do love this song, so I didn't skip it. But, it, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's you picked probably one of the most recognizable Weezer yeah, songs. Yeah, if you're going to put yeah, a Weezer song favorites. on a playlist, don't put Africa. Put Buddy Holly. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a better song. Um, and then we get to a song that we're all very familiar with, "The Power yeah. of Love," Huey Lewis yeah. News, Fun. big Back to the Future anthem. I could see this belonging on an antidepressant playlist. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It needs because to... the power of love is an interesting <laughs> thing. It's a curious thing. I, yeah. I, I curious quoted thing. it in the movie. Um, then we get to uh, another ska cover of uh, "Take on Me," which I don't think is one of my favorite versions of it. Because I really? do love the original. Because I was like, okay, here is Jimmy teased us with some like pop punk ska covers of older songs on this okay. playlist before, and here and is I think is done right. Yeah, it's one of the best. By oh yeah, it's a, good. A much I better like band. <laughs> it is good, but I do like the original better. Oh, uh, I mean, I think that I disagree. All, I think oh, every really? single cover of Take on Me is better than the original. <laughs> oh, hard disagree. I mean, maybe uh, I haven't. I don't know. I'm just saying. But this song is really good. I think this song is way better. Like, I've seen Real Big Fish. I've played with them. I've opened for them before. I love Ooh, the band. Drop those names, wow. boy. You want to yeah. pick them up? <laughs> because Ska. Yeah. I mean, Real Big Fish are very well known for what they do. They do yeah. a thing. They do it well. And this is them doing that thing to another person's song. And I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Then we can get to two songs that I would pretty much like to find like my early childhood, which is probably going to be sad Oof, for you I guys because you were old. That's yeah. funny because like this came out when I graduated high school. And that's the year <laughs> yeah. I was born. <laughs> 1985 and then uh stacy's mom i'm glad you grouped them together because i didn't listen to them because i hate both of these songs a so lot. really see 1985 either of them 1985 for me is forgettable like it's um 
Oh, I love it. It, it sort of just feels like a collection of jokes about the 80s, which is funny. It's um, not even jokes. It's references. It's the Big Bang Theory of songs. There's yeah. no humor in there. It's just like, here's Uh-oh. a thing that happened in that year. No, I mean, this song has been garbage since the day I first heard it. It's just a bad <laughs> song. And yeah, I'm glad that like... I'm just glad that it's never played on the radio anymore because it's it's trash. And Stacy's mom is the same way. I hate that song so much. No, I mean, I think Stacy's mom is a little corny as well lyrically, but I think musically it's much more interesting. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it's sort of a, I don't want to say a parody, but it's definitely like <clears throat> goofing on the anthemic nature of pop punk songs from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a little bit more creative than 1985. That's fine. Um, here's a song that I don't think is that creative. Doing it right, featuring <laughs> Panda Bear by Daft Punk and Panda Bear. Yeah, I didn't like this the this. first time, Jim. Don't I make know. me listen to it again. You're welcome. They're fine. The Daft Punk songs on here are fine. Like they're on the playlist. They're on. You listen to them. They're they're fine. I'm not going to skip them. I don't hate them. I yeah, think one more time. Love- is- Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think Digital Love is one of Daft Punk's most underrated songs. I think it's really catchy and like the way that they use the um, the samples, I think is really clever, too. And I think it's really good. I think One More Time is the catchiest. My complaint is that it just does that thing too many times. <laughs> You're doing one, more, one more, time, more time too many times. You do it's one like, time a day. This would be a super awesome and catchy two minute and 20 second song and it's a super boring five minute song or however long it is yeah i mean it's rave music yeah then we get to a super short song which is uh F- your mom what did you guys it's think? not it's not funny and not good no it's really oh <laughs> uh, man maybe just because i like the music video a lot i thought it was really funny there's a uh, collection of songs on this playlist that made me think maybe you shouldn't be on this podcast <laughs> It just made yes. me question your sense of humor. So good. Oh, I cannot wait for Dan's hard no. It's just, uh, I'm going to love it. Um, I So, okay, so it's weird because like F Your Mom I is a bad song. But then No Nut November I think is very good and funny and I loved it. No. And I shared it with like three You're people. Wrong. Really? I think, it, I think it's very funny. I don't know where all these quote unquote songs came from. I'm like, Jimmy is just listening to audio <laughs> memes at this yeah, point. He, <laughs> he totally is. Yeah. Um, not for me. I don't but you know what is thing. for me? Birdhouse in your soul. Yeah. Because I love this song and we went and saw it live and it was very good. That's fine. It's out of the they might be giant songs that I had to listen to. This isn't the best one, but yeah. It's... Had to listen to. You were a Yes. <laughs> I was a soft yes, and I haven't listened to it once since we recorded. So it's not like oh, I'm super Jeff. into They Might Be Giants. That's I think problem. they were one of my top artists last year. Wow. Um, like it. Yeah. Then we get to a bunch of Nate Wants to Battle covers, um, which is a dude who just like does a lot of like things that are popular for like people. Oh, on he the does a lot of them because I looked at his artist page and he pumps these things yeah. out. Like I pump out turds after Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> yeah. He does a lot I, of stuff. Of the same quality. I hated every single one of these. Me yes. Too. So happy about that. <laughs> Are you? This just Why feels like happy. This because feels I like, knew you guys were going to hate them. This feels like the music of everything wrong with YouTube culture. I don't, like, I don't think so. I just think that it's, it's just boring covers or some of them are covers. I don't know if they're all covers. 
Um, like yeah, I get, I, I know why Jimmy likes most of these because they're like Escape from the City. That's like a video game thing, probably. Yes. Yeah, and like I just can't wait to be king as Lion King, and like I don't know. I mean, I'm not super into Disney and shit, but like listen to the original. I just can't wait to be king. It's a thousand times better than this. Yeah, I just think like, they're fun. This, uh, like this, this seems thing? like just manufactured, like yeah. a, like a company put these out. There's no heart. There's no soul. They're just bad. And Sunflower, like that song. I like that it was in Spider-Man, but Post Malone is the absolute worst. And <laughs> this song somehow made a Post Malone song worse. Yeah, the production is really bad. Like everything sounds so fake and like garage band, like yeah, it's, it's just one real. dude that's doing everything. That's why all well, he does it poorly. Real, yeah. I, <laughs> sorry, Jim, but I really hated all of this. It's so good. I'm happy about that. Uh, then we get to uh, Old Damn, Town Road. Dude, he's saying he's happy about it so he doesn't get sad because this is his antidepressant playlist. <laughs> <laughs> this is my depressant playlist. Good. Yeah. This uh, is the best version of Old Town Road because Mason Yeah, Ramsey's this is my favorite version. one. And listening to it now, having heard Montero call me by your name, makes it so much funnier that there's like an eight-year-old yodeler in a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, good. It's amazing. Yeah, I like this remix. I remember enjoying it, and it slaps. Yeah. Then we get to the uh, Bohemian Polka. Out of all of Weird Al's songs, and out of all the ones I know you've heard, yeah, it's interesting to me that this is the one that you picked. Is it just because it's a cover? Because that's um, I would have picked me? Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's way too long, and I like that this is a short version of Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. Wow, I like I love this one fun. song that everybody else loves. Let me get a shorter, worse version and put yeah. it on the playlist. Yeah, I just think it's fun. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, yeah, it's obviously I like it. But I mean, it, obviously it I is, like the original. It a lot is better, objectively but. worse than the, the yeah. original yeah um yeah i mean i uh i think weird al's polkas are fun this isn't my favorite of his polkas but no me either cool. yeah i still like it um should i say or should i go this is a song that we covered when you were faking our band yeah <laughs> true yeah i mean i love the song it was my suggestion to cover yeah, it great song yeah it's fun i then don't love the next song even though r.i.p yeah r.i.p dmx x gonna give it to you yeah, I don't like this song. Yeah, I think it's fun. It's so it's funny. Um, I had forgotten how much his hit songs sound like they were made on like a twenty five dollar Casio keyboard. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they are bad. Um, uh, Bobo O'Reilly. I just have. I don't even know why I have this on here. To be honest, I don't think it really a, fits. This is a song that falls into a category for me, and I don't even know what the category is called. But it's it's in those like don't stop believing kind of vibes where every single middle-aged white aunt loves it and i hate it (laughs) (laughs) oh i like baba o'reilly a lot yeah i think the who is a little edgier than you're giving them credit for i mean yeah but this is not this is their probably most middle of the road hit song i i do think it kind of fits on the antidepressant playlist like it is uplifting it fits but i don't like it yeah and it builds um <clears throat> Sunny D and rum. So this is a weird one because there's like three degrees that I kind of have to go over. So okay, first of all, there's a YouTube video called Sunny D and rum, where it's this, this older woman singing about Sunny D and rum, very off key. 
and then i've heard that i believe the gregory brothers uh did auto-tune version of that Mm -hmm. and then walk off the earth did a cover of that auto-tuned version walk off the earth is that group that has like one guitar and they all hit it yeah that was that one video they did uh somebody that i used to know yeah i am so old yeah, I'm actually is... surprised that you didn't know about this, Dan, because this is back when you were like really into auto tune the news and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't. He just has a bad memory. Original. Yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. I didn't really care That's for fun. it. It was yeah. it was fine. Nostalgic. Uh, then we have three Star Bomb songs that are all uh, featuring Link um, or like the Legend of Zelda stuff. Is Star Bomb uh, the band of the guy from the podcast? So it's. <laughs> I it's forgot. funny because because i know what you mean like is it ninja yes. sex party yes yeah it's ninja sex party plus aaron from game grumps got it that's what yeah. i meant all right oh. so this jimmy this is gonna absolutely shock your little baby brain Uh-oh. i thought that these three songs were amazing yeah they're great they're really good uh, Star I, really I like good. them a lot this is like a really powerful playlist because now i'm questioning if jeff belongs on the podcast <laughs> They're funny. It's kind of just like uh, not as good Lonely Island, but still like still good. The rapping is so white guy rapping, though. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. It, it's fun. It, it's it's well done. And it's like well the, produced. Mu- the music in um, It's Dangerous to Go Alone is really funny. It's like, do, 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 do. I don't know. It was catchy and the if jokes had, all landed. It was funny to me. If I had any interest in video games, I feel like this pod, this this section would work better for me. Yeah, but it it's like would. I didn't really I understand the references like never. I haven't played a Zelda game since like 1989. I don't know anything. <laughs> But, like, I know the basics. You don't need to know much, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dan is so lost. He's just ready to give the no. Yeah, I don't um, even think he's paying attention right now. No, he's I am. not. I uh, am. I'm looking right at the playlist. The No yeah. Pants Dance is next, featuring Ninja Sex Party. Yeah, this is by Twerp uh, or Tupperware Remix uh, Party. Um, you didn't need to tell us that because yeah. now, do, now I don't like it more. No, this uh, was fine. Yeah, I think it's just a fun song. I was really into it when it first came out, and then I added it to this playlist, and uh, I think it's fun. Just a fun, upbeat song. Okay, uh, ain't good enough for you. Uh, I'm sorry, I just I could, don't. We're not, we're I really not don't have person. a lot to say. I don't have a lot to say about these video game songs. We're I, not in person. That wasn't a video game song, but it's fine. Uh, we're not in person, and we're not recording on video, but I know that Dan is just staring blankly with his lips pursed right now. Yeah. No, just I'm like, smiling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm smiling. Just, just holding it in, just waiting to just shit all over this. So this is the uh, last good song that Dan wants to talk about. Ain't good enough for you. What did you think, correct. Dan? I uh, I love this song. I mean, it's a song that we played in our fake band. Mm-hmm. It's a jam. And uh, it's a I think it totally fits this playlist. It's definitely upbeat and gets your booty shaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that a vibe. Is shaking. Yeah, no, I, I like the song a lot. It's, it's Bruce Springsteen. It's a classic song. Yeah, we can I mean, just, we funny enough though, it's not really a classic. Like, no, it's a no, classic it's classic. No, no. Our yeah. group of friends, but it was like a reject for him. Which is right. so insane to me. It's just sad. If you're mildly like interested in Bruce Springsteen, yeah. If you're mildly interested in Springsteen, check out Ain't Good Enough for You because it's it's a vibe. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh we can just skip the next one. Yeah, uh, let's that, that one's that one's just on there for me. 
Uh, it came on and I skipped it as soon as I saw the name. I was like, <laughs> not even listening to whatever the hell this is. So this guy, the, the next guy is interesting because I don't like him as an artist. My friend Steph is like obsessed with him. His name I is Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a cover of uh, Fireflies by Owl City. And I just think it's a fun cover of it. What is Owl City? It's that really the band bad, that did Fireflies. That really bad song, Fireflies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was weird at the end. Isn't he like bragging about doing coke and stuff? Yeah, I think he's just he's like a big meme lord. I don't know. I, I like this one song and that's it. So uh, the original song is awful and I hate it. And this cover made it a little better, but I still would never <laughs> listen to it again. Interesting. I, I'm not familiar with this song at all. You've I, heard I didn't, it one thousand percent. Possibly. I it was very popular like in like 2012. But I have a shock for you. I actually enjoyed the last song. Hey, Mario. Yeah, I think it's really? a fun song. I think it works because it's actual like melodies from Mario that Remember how I said if I was into video games, I would like some of these songs? Well, I was into Mario, so like <laughs> that's, that's where your video game experience ended. Yes. Yeah, a girl that I recently dated turned me onto this song and um I liked it and I added it to this playlist and now it makes me sad because it makes me think of that girl. Mm, I should oh, get rid of that playlist or get rid of that song. Okay, so we're done with your playlist. Dan, yeah. if you Look, could if you could enhance this with any yeah. two songs, what would you pick? So um, the first thing that I would pick is uh, to go along with Jimmy's earlier theme of like upbeat, newer <clears throat> pop punk covers of older songs. Mm-hmm. I would put 99 Red Balloons by Goldfinger on okay. there. Yeah, Jimmy, have you heard this cover? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that might be on the Tony Hawk games. That yeah. definitely goes hand in hand with Take On Me by Real Big Fish. Right. Yeah, I think that would be one of them. That's a good um, one. The other one, just because I thought it thematically pulls the playlist together a little bit more and also has an upbeat like pop punk vibe, is um, Everything Is All Right by Motion City Soundtrack. Don't, don't know, know if you're familiar one. with that song. No. Tell me that you're all right and everything is all right. Funny that it's, you said 99 Red Balloons, though, because that comes up as recommended on the bottom. Oh, yeah. There you that's go. pretty good. Yeah. I know my stuff. Um, yeah. Everything is all right is just like a typical like early 2000s pop punk song. Um, but it actually is about like dealing with anxiety and depression. So I think it's worth a listen. I think you might might like that. Okay. Jeff, you got any uh, things yeah, you could so add? Yeah, so the same deal as your first recommendation. Like, he likes pop punk ska covers of songs. So to kind of modernize that, and I, I believe he likes this because we talked about it on an episode, is um, The Interrupters covering Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. I think oh, that would yeah. be uh, a good, like, upbeat song to add on. Yeah, here. I agree. And I, also I just that, yeah. be, because of the video game themes and like the Daft Punk electronic themes and because my mind's just been on Mortal Kombat lately, I think just the Mortal <laughs> Kombat theme song would be fun because it, like, it yeah. is kind of like upbeat and dancey and it gets you going. How's yeah. that go? Yeah, the other one I was thinking of, but I couldn't remember who used to do it, Jeff, and it's probably not on Spotify because it's like a band we played with, but do you remember that? punk band that used to do a cover of the power rangers theme song mr pink maybe i Who believe was? you're right wow <laughs> you got a fun one <laughs> we're very cool what's up 2002 connecticut punk rock scene <laughs> yeah. um 
Jeff, do you have like overall thoughts or anything? I don't have overall thoughts, but when uh, I actually listened to Dan's first and I came up with an idea to grade these, I guess, to see like, I, I know if I'm going to be a yes or a no, but I wanted to like give it an actual grade for some reason. Okay. So I went through and I highlighted titles red that I absolutely hate. So when I did it, <laughs> when I did it to Dan's, I came up with a calculation and I divided it by how many songs was there and I gave him oh, a score God. out of a hundred. And I did that to Jimmy's too yeah and but then i was like but there are some songs on here i don't hate but i don't want to listen to again right <laughs> so like like the say ferris song the come on eileen i don't hate it but i don't want to listen to it again so then i had to come up with another system to rate yours <laughs> so i put yeses or nos as to whether i'd ever listen to it again next to the songs and then i tabulated a percentage out of 100 <laughs> to decide whether or not you're a pass or a fail um so that's that's save all this say. to after i'm gonna i'm gonna tell yeah. you the score after i tell you yes <laughs> or no so i have a couple overall thoughts okay first um like since i talked about th the thematic structure of jeff's playlist <laughs> i will say jimmy's felt more cohesive and mm. like stuck a little bit more towards the uh you know the title the antidepressant thing um like sonically obviously it's very different um it's all over the place but i right. feel like I feel like it's sort of a hype mix, which I can get behind. Um, I got to sort of break this into like three categories. One of them would be like covers of old songs. Mm. One of them would be video game music. And the third category would just everything be everything like, else. Yeah. Like hype tracks, like, <laughs> right. um, you know, like the Daft Punk stuff, yeah. uh, DMX, Birdhouse in Your Soul. Um, and so I really don't like any of the video game stuff. I think... Personally, I don't have a connection to it. I can see why you like it, but I also think just arbitrarily, musically, a lot of it's really bad. Um, <laughs> like uh, the uh, what's the dude's name? The Nate something Nate or wants whatever. Battle. Yeah, didn't didn't think that was good just as music. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I had to sort of kind of grade it on a curve because I think that for you, some of these songs work better than they ever will for me. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't have any uh, final pushes because like like I said, this is a playlist made for me. I had no intentions yep. on giving it to you guys, but we came up with this idea and Jeff's was like embarrassing podcast or uh, playlist, not podcast. And I was like, oh boy, do I have the one for you guys? And um, yeah, this is the playlist that I came up with. So um, I guess I'll ask the question, <laughs> Dan and Jeff, did I talk you into my playlist antidepressant? No. no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, based on the parameters that I set, uh, your playlist received a 30 out of 100. Yeah. And 25 of the 36 songs I thought were meh or worse, uh, 12 of which I absolutely f***ing hated. Sorry, Jim. Uh, all of the Nates wants the battle. Six songs right off the bat. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. Bowling for Soup, Fountains of Wayne. Get the hell out of here. Um, you know, it's... It's your thing. <laughs> I don't have anything. Like, out of... The, there's maybe, like, four songs on here that I really, really like. Um, I mean, that's... I guess that's not true. There's 11 that I would listen to again. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's... I got nothing. I, I was... I'm actually... So, keep it positive. I enjoyed all three of the Starbomb songs, which I have never heard Starbomb before. I know you talked about them, and I kind of mm -hmm. wrote them off because I didn't like that Ninja Sex Party album. So, I'm glad we heard those. That's good. 
Cool. Yeah. I, I had a really hard time, like, deciding what to say about this. Like, what I... Uh, how I... Well, Just let them have overall. it, Dan. Let him have it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, wh- where I come down is a yes or a no. Because, like, if I factor in all the video game songs that I really didn't like and meme songs that I really didn't like, it's, it's a hard no. But if I sort of isolate those and, and, like, if I separate them in my mind and don't grade them because I just don't feel like I have a connection to them, I'm... I'm sort of like a soft yes based on the other stuff. So, I mean, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't hate it and I could see why you like it, but it's not for me. That is completely fine. And this is the least sad that I've ever been about a no, because (laughs) I knew 100% that you guys were going to be a no. And I just really wanted you guys to talk about meme songs. And in uh, fairness, (laughs) in fairness, and Jeff referenced this a little bit, um, you definitely created this just for your own enjoyment. Right. Whereas my playlist was created with the idea of possibly to DJ a family party. Oh, okay. sort of. I mean, <laughs> I create themed playlists, but they're very easily, easily shareable. Like, Hey, if you like electronic music, check out this. Yeah. I don't really make playlists for other people. Um, I basically, I think the most of the playlists that I'll do are artists that I like. So I have like a Beatles playlist. I have, yeah, I do that too. Um, I have like I don't know um, a Dallas Green playlist, you know, but um, mm. yeah. So uh, this is one hundred percent what I expected, and I'm glad we're here. <laughs> uh, Dan, let's yeah. get into your playlist because I'm very let's excited to talk about it. I, I do want to before we go song, you know, through the songs. I do want to address a little controversy, which is that I did make a couple changes, um, but they weren't big changes. Like I shuffled one song by an artist to a different song by the same artist that kind of stuff okay Mm. all right well let's get into it cars by gary newman and not moving in stereo by the band cars which is also on this playlist and confused me for one second (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean does anyone want to say anything about it i like it because it's my playlist yeah it was it I heard it and I was like, okay, this is going to be the playlist because I was trying not to skip ahead to see what was on the playlist as much as I could. I was like, all right, this is what he's going for. Okay, I'm feeling it. I think the song is fine. I think it just screams like a lot of this playlist. I just feel like it's just like kind of boring 80s like pop synthy music. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't super into the song. I mean, the, the beginning is kind of funky, but not not really into it. Okay. I I want to touch on the boring '80s comment you made, but not for the next song. So I, we'll get back to that. Okay. Yeah, because um, this song came out like this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I know about Troy Savan is <laughs> that he was on SNL, and I fast forwarded before he even opened his mouth because <laughs> I didn't want to listen to him. Um, but I was actually surprised because this is a pretty good song. Yeah, I'm not a Troy Sivan fan. I'm a Casey Musgraves fan. Yes, you are. I found out about this. Mm -hmm. And I really love it because I think she's most successful when she's not doing boring, like, traditional stuff. Well, because she's she's pretty much just like a pop star. She's, like, friends with Katy Perry, and one of them wrote for the other one. So, like, she's she's a pop star 
is what she yeah is. with country leanings but i i like yeah. this collaboration it's a mark ronson beat which i think is really good mm-hmm. and it's funny because i was listening to this um while i was working and my wife heard it and then like yesterday we were in the car and she played it and i was like oh you were talked into it huh and she's like i just typed in casey musgraves and hit play <laughs> this is what <laughs> came up so i was like yeah it's a it's a pretty good song i'm shocked that uh i like something yeah, this is the first <laughs> this is the first song <laughs> where I started realizing that I like 80s music that's produced now. Mm-hmm. And um because like a lot of the a lot of this this playlist is like older and newer like 80s music um that kind of like go for like the same uh feel and I just much prefer like a lot more layering. I think it pretty much comes down to and so, uh, like the cars cars is on there because it's like the first hit that's like all synth yeah it's super simple yeah it is and obviously like people have taken that like instrument and that genre to like the nth degree mm-hmm. two of hearts two of hearts by stacy q is a song i've not heard in a very long time i forgot it existed <laughs> and going back to jimmy's comment on like crappy 80s synth songs that is 100% what this is, oh, and yeah. I am 100% okay with that. Really? Song, I, it's a banger, it's, Jim. It's oh, so, I hated it. It's so bad, but it's so good. Like, especially yeah. listening on good speakers, like when I have my uh, my headphones in or when I'm in my car, not my wife's car because her speakers are shit, but mine are like a little bit better, and you can like hear the bass and they're like, it's just so, it's so corny good. Like you just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of shitting on this song. I think it's fine. I, I'm not a huge fan of this song. Um, I, I think it's it's very corny. Um, obviously, it's it's a classic. Like a lot of people know this song. Um, the whole beginning, I, 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 I need you. Like that's super yeah. iconic. Um, but not for me, dog. I'm never gonna listen to this ever again. <laughs> it's funny. I had like forgotten that this song existed, and then recently like on the stern show they did like stump the buoy which is like <laughs> an 80s music quiz game show they do yeah and this was on there and i was like that song rips <laughs> <laughs> um blue monday 88 by new order my introduction to this song was because i was alive during that time period but no it um it kind of became more popular again around 2000 because there was a band that covered it and their name was orgy and they were they were very bad just like that like new metal like um techno kind of like prodigy real high yeah romstein um and it was funny because like i haven't heard the original in a long time i was like this is this is good like it's Mm. it's no orgy but it'll do it's so much better a little bit more stripped down without like trying to sound tough i also saw there's a video on youtube of i forgot who it was some kind some group did a cover of this using instruments from like 1900 and Mm -hmm. it sounds really really cool what'd you think of this one jim i thought it was okay uh i I don't think it's (laughs) i don't think it's that good was that a drop (laughs) yeah kind of um yeah i I wasn't super feeling this i did nothing really grabbed me or anything i've never heard this song before i was like this is fine Mm. see i'm surprised you haven't heard it before i thought it was pretty ubiquitous for like 80s synth pop um no i don't think i've heard this one 
one song FYI, that I wasn't sure. My, my you... wife just bought me, brought me a plate of Popeye, so I might be going on a duty break soon. <laughs> okay. Cool. One song that I th- I'm pretty sure you guys may not be familiar with is "Kids" by the Management and oh, GMT. I've heard this I song actually... tons of times. I am oh, familiar really? with yeah. it because it's like a huge hit and yeah, I never liked popular. it and I still don't. Really? really? Yeah, I don't I don't like the song at all. I like the management. Do you guys know that they're from Middletown, Connecticut? No, I didn't know that. I also didn't nope. know that that's how you pronounce their name. Um, yeah, I've always said be, MGMT. Yeah. I think it could be both ways, but I think they call themselves management. Okay. Um, no, I've heard the song. I haven't heard the song in years. I didn't know it was from 2007, though. And um, I was like, this song could easily exist on the radio today. I thought yeah. it was really good. Um, this actually might be getting added to my um, antidepressant playlist. Um, I like the management. I think they have a few songs that are like ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've I haven't really gone back and listening to more of their stuff yet, but I probably if will. If you want to check out, playlist. they have an album that I believe is just called Congratulations. That is like more standard rock. Or I remember rock that. Yeah, that's like a newer album, isn't it? No, well, it's 2010. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's what I mean by newer, even though that's 11 years ago. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I I remember that coming out. What'd you guys think of the David Bowie Nine Inch Nails collab? I'm afraid I'm afraid of Americans. So I don't know the original. I've never really gotten into David Bowie. So I mean, it's not that I it's not that I dislike him. It's literally that I just am not knowledgeable and don't know his music. But when having, you say you don't know the original, what do you mean? Because this is the original. Oh, I just assumed it was a remix because it said Nine Inch Nails Volume One mix. No, they just collaborated on this. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I didn't that, know that either. Then I don't like it. <laughs> oh, really? I like this song a lot, actually. Me too. I think it's sort of creepy, like Nine Inch Nails, but I also agree. I am also afraid of Americans yeah so um the lyrics are funny scary. about yeah people yeah. collecting guns and stuff yeah it's it's a good song i definitely thought it, it belonged in this playlist and it, it's weird and uh i really got down with it i love how you can gauge jeff's involvement in the commentary by how much popeyes he's eating. <laughs> i know i'm so <laughs> jealous i want popeyes now well, no with, with mgmt i have nothing to say about it he's like this song i don't like um i don't like it <laughs> Then we get to the next song, which is uh, Everything is Awesome by Tegan and Sarah and featuring the Lonely Islands. And I I love Tegan and Sarah. I love the Lonely Islands. I hate this song. It is one of my Thank least you. favorite songs ever. Thank you. Oh, I think out it's of, so fun. Out of all the Tegan and Sarah songs that exist and all the Lonely Island songs that exist, you somehow managed to pick the worst of both of them. <laughs> it's really, it's really bad. bad. I think it's... A fun like when I created this playlist, I was like, I want to have the most digital song, and that's this. <laughs> yeah, you're right about I that. I think that both of them have more digital songs than this, and it's just not. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's it's a bad song. Like I'm. I hate that I had to listen to all of it. I should have just skipped it. Okay. <laughs> well, I hate that it got stuck in my head very often. Um, yeah, it's catchy. I mean, the Lonely Island verses are fine on there, but I think it's fine. Um, Let's get 80s, baby. So Joy Division. You, you wanted like fun, and then you picked Joy Division, first of all. <laughs> and then the level tears apart. It's just so... I, I didn't it's, say it's I wanted good, fun. I said uh, I wanted like the most digital. Yeah, this is a good song. I like Joy Division casually, and this song is fine. I wasn't really into this song. I also didn't know how digital it was. It didn't really seem that digital to me. I think you'd be surprised how digital it is. Oh, I don't know. 
Um, How digital is it? <laughs> yeah. So digital. Um, yeah, division sad panda digital. music, Jim. You should give them a chance. Sad panda music. I haven't heard that term in like 10 years. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't think I'd ever listen to it again, though. So the next song, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. This song nope. does something... Your way off. skipped about four songs. What's next? <laughs> I, I ran, ran so far, so far away. away. Flock of seagulls. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I saw. Yeah, you're right. Um, I ran so far. <laughs> I'm so away. sorry. The way you said that was so I'm, sincere. Because I, I, I was. I'm general. Because I saw. I saw in my list Depeche Mode, and for some reason I thought we were talking about Depeche Mode, but we're not. Um, okay, Flock of Seagulls. I ran so far away. I forgot how digital the song is because yeah, is. when I think of Flock of Seagulls, all I think about is haircuts because of the jokes. <laughs> and I forgot that they actually have music, and I forgot that this song is actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't like a lot of their songs, but that's the joy of a playlist. You can just steal, like, the one song you like by someone. Yeah. I mean, it's got a time and place. I think it's a decent song. I don't know if I'd, like, jam out to it, but I think it's fine. The next song I was really excited. This is one I knew that I had to be on there early on, too, is... Mm. Um, Kendrick Lamar with SZA, All the Stars. This is like how we were talking about how electronic music has evolved mm-hmm. like throughout the different spectrums of pop music. So this is like a really cool hip-hop song that I feel like embraces synth culture or like that genre. Yeah. What'd you guys think of it? Yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I'm not super familiar with Kendrick. Um, I, I know like a couple of the hits, but I, I'm not, it's never... It's nothing that I've like really gotten into, um, but obviously I know this because it was in Black Panther. Um, mm. it, it's it's a really good song, and I think it's got a really interesting sound to it too. Like it feels very distinctive. Like when I hear that song, I think of Black Panther because of yeah, like it how it like was Wakanda music, right, right? And it's really well done. And it's a good song. I think it fits very very well on this playlist. I don't know if that was very or really. It was very um, for someone who has a German accent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that it fit in this playlist that well. Really? I really? think, I think that there are much better Kendrick songs that would have fit better here. Mm, so I don't, I don't really, I never really liked the song anyway. And I just think that it was a poor choice. Oh, oh, I agree wow. that there are better Kendrick songs, but I think it's a good fit for this list, but mm, I disagree. The next song is Depeche Mode, which Jeff referenced earlier. Just can't get enough. Yeah, it's fine. It's kind of forgettable. Honestly, right now I'm having, I'm kind of having trouble hearing it in my head. I just can't seem to get enough. It's fine. (laughs) I I don't have anything really to say about it. It's not as good as Popeyes. You're so right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the song is fine. I, I'm By the way, just on record, Jeff would be screaming at you. I would right be. Now. I would That's be, but we started true. a half hour late and you had a run to go poopy during Batman. So, nope. Let's, <laughs> one of the two. Uh, okay. So, this Blinding next song is the Blinding Lights by the Weekend. And this song does that thing that Mark Ronson does well where he he makes a song sound like you've heard it 500 times before but yeah. also like it's brand new right and i know this song is big because i've heard people talk about blinding lights and weekend and i think i've heard part of it in like a commercial but i don't mm. listen to the radio so i i don't hear popular songs so this is pretty much a brand new song to me and it's really good yeah I give you props for admitting that, Jeff, because it feels like the type of song that you would feel cooler saying that it sucks. 
but um it i think like what you're trying to say is how i feel which is that like great pop music feels ubiquitous like mm. even if you've never heard it you feel like you've heard i it. mean mark ronson like uptown funk he did that feel right he did that that miley song he did that like that sounds right. like a country song but it's not um and i've heard him in interviews and it's just like it music is so cool that certain people could just capture these things and pull it off because like you can easily do a song that you're trying to sound like stranger things soundtrack and you know mm. not pull it off but this i don't know i'm sure that he doesn't produce his own music I, he probably just sings right who the weekend yeah yeah i mean he writes like lyrics probably but yeah, this, this song is I mean. produced by max martin oscar holter and the weekend those are the credits okay yeah so like yeah this song is really good and i mean i did go and listen to another new weekend song and it sucks and like i listen to Starboy <laughs> and i don't like it so it's not like i was like oh maybe i like the weekend and i don't but this song is really good <laughs> yeah this song, yeah, i think this he has a slaps. few good songs um but not all of them yeah this song is really good um I remember when he was talking or I, I remember when he was performing at um, the Super Bowl and I was listening to this playlist or this podcast. Wow. I'm getting real all mixed up today. You're good. You're good at this song. <laughs> yeah. Song is the word you're looking for. Song. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember somebody talking about how he was performing at the Super Bowl and he was like, yeah, I've never heard of the weekend before. I'm like, you're legitimately going out of your way not to listen to new music then because he's a very popular person that a lot of people I've, talk I've about. I've heard of him. I couldn't right. name you one other song other than Starboy. And oh, this. me neither. Right. But like, this you know. Who the weekend song. is. This is the type of song that you hear on a co-worker's radio. Like, yeah. As you walk <laughs> You're so right. Um, or coming out of a car window at a red light. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is a very good song. And sort of like what Jeff was talking about before, it sounds like you've heard it a thousand times. I think it sounds like it's like, its title which i also really like too like just the sin sounds like it's blinding lights like i don't know i love when yeah. like there's like and it, it just it fits your theme very well yeah it um, does thank you yeah so don't you want me by the human league classic song if you're doing a digital playlist you got to add this to it mm. i think Jimmy, it's fine don't you want me yeah oh. yeah i mean I, I literally wrote down a classic it's fine it's got its place here <laughs> so Jimmy Jimmy seems soft on the older songs. So here's a Matt and Kim song. What do you yep, think? Another artist overlap. I yeah. thought it was good. Um, this yeah. is a really good one. It's got a really weird sound to it. Um, but this is the first song that I was like into the electric drums because like it's got an interesting like hip hop beat with it. And um, I just thought it fit with the lyrics a lot, like really well. Yeah, Matt Funny and Kim story. has really good electronic drums that mm -hmm. like really yeah. drive their songs home because they're actually performed. Like they may be using triggered drums right. or electronic drum yeah. hits, but Kim is really performing them. It's not programmed. Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Um, but yeah, this is a really good song, and it, it's it's really well done. And done, and I think I'm gonna listen to more. Matt really and Kim. well done. <laughs> it's really well done. <laughs> Whoa, tainted love. Another uh, just like you have to add away. this. It's it just fits this this style. And, you know, if you're going digital and you don't have tainted love or like, you know, another um, soft sell song or like song of that era, then you're effing up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always remember a scene in. Um, actually, that may not be this song. I don't know. I like this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. Another classic song where I'm just sort of like. Eh, I kind of wish there was less like older stuff on here, in my opinion. Oh, it's really? So I think that that's what makes this playlist. Oh, good. I, I um, complete opposites on this. 
So you like I want to get better by bleachers is what I you're did. I did like I want to get better. Um, I remember Dan really into this album when it came out. And, oh um, yeah, really into it. Um, and it's so good. Man. Yeah, a lot of the a lot. Yeah, it's from what fine. I remember. It, it, it's not like the best song on this playlist, but it came on and I was like, okay, yeah, I like this yeah. more than I used to. Yeah, I, I think it's good. It's got a cool he, like uh, message with it, and it's fun. And he does a really cool thing like the first track i was gonna put on here was um roller coaster from this album um because it feels more like a throwback 80s synth song mm. um but this one i love the layering there's so much going on yeah there is percussion and stuff this one feels like you know he he's known as a producer predominantly mm-hmm. at this point um and this feels like a pro- like a produced song like he just like was working on it and just constantly layering things yeah i'd agree with that I like that then we- you guys familiar with the next artist sophie at all i'm not and i heard th- i listened to this song three or four times and i honestly don't remember it and like it wasn't offensively bad but it's just forgettable and i I don't care about it. The first time that I I heard this song, I was like, eh, it's okay. But it kind of grew on me. Um, I don't remember how it goes off the top of my head, but I remember. It's like sampling material girl kind of, right? Oh, right. That's what it was. Um, Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, I actually kind of liked it and I could see myself listening to it again. Sophie was, unfortunately, uh, she's passed away, oh. uh, like a really groundbreaking producer who did a lot of stuff for like Charlie XCX. Okay. And th- this was her like first big solo album as a as an artist. And everyone, it was nominated for Grammys and everyone was like, she's going to be the next big thing. And then she died very tragically in like a hiking accident. Jeez. So that sucks. Um, but yeah, I like this song. I remember like discovering her sadly like when she passed away i heard something about her on npr and i was like that is like very interesting for pop music there's a lot of like edm influence Mm -hmm. um and just like more of that layering stuff that i like there's tons of like weird uh integration of like natural sounds like animals and stuff into the background just i just love when people create soundscapes yeah for sure like pet uh, like uh, pet sounds by the beach boys and stuff yeah yeah i agree um yeah the song's pretty good i'd probably listen to it again once in a lifetime talking heads absolutely love it dan talked us into it on our mystery yeah. topic to pick from a hat and recently i've been purchasing all of the albums by them at red scroll records and i'm spending a lot of money on <laughs> some of these um but yeah, no, great song. If you're going to pick a Talking Head song for this, I think this Agreed. this kind of fits the vibe most. Yeah, this is the only older song on this playlist where I was like, yeah, I can F with this. Really? Even Devo, the next song? I hated Devo. I really, really didn't yeah. like that song. I, see, I like Devo, but I'm not very familiar with them. So this is a song I'm not very familiar with, and I liked it, and it fit well in this playlist. Not a fan. Oof. Mm. It's a beautiful world. <laughs> yeah so great. ariana grande i've never liked i think that her voice is annoying i just don't like any of the songs she wrote so when i heard seven rings i may have heard this on the radio before i'm not sure but this is pretty much a new song for me mm-hmm. so when i heard this uh i was right i i hate it i hate <laughs> her so much i hate this song and, so I, and knew I don't. This was gonna push I don't you out think, of your comfort zone. It's but, not out of my comfort zone. I just hate it, and I also don't think it fits this theme. It doesn't sound digital enough to me. Like, sure, it's got those 808s or whatever. It's got like a lot of bass, and it's just not 
it, it doesn't feel like we just came off of Talking Heads. We just came off of Devo. And then you go Ariana Grande, which yeah. is fine because I wouldn't have expected The weekend to have uh, an absolute fucking ripper either. Sorry, Jim. But <laughs> this song is just boring and it sucks and I hate it and I don't like her. <laughs> and I'm a misogynist because I don't like some kind of woman. Continue. Oh, back. I, I'm not a huge Ariana Grande fan myself, but I really like the production on this song. I like that opening melody that's like, a uh, very like uh, liquid sounding that boom, boom, boom. I don't know. It's just to me, I wanted it on there because it feels like an interesting like tangent off of digital music. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the song either. I think it's fine. Um, I, I like that they kind of took the, these are a few of my favorite things like melody yeah. and stuff. I, I think it's, it's clever, um, but I would never listen to it. this again. I want it. I like it. I bought it. Cool. All right, Dan. So I did just shit on you, but now <laughs> I'm going to have to shake your hand because you paired two songs. Yep. That is just so like I said, I wasn't looking at the playlist and I was listening to it. So I listened to West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys and I was like, I, this song's great. It's a good song. Fits perfectly here. And I was like, man, Flight of the Concords just nailed it. Like, they just nailed the parody of genres. Yep. And then you drop Inner City Pressure <laughs> by Flight of the Concords. And I was yep. like, give this man a trophy because he did it. I'm glad you got it. I, I added Inner City Pressure later because I was driving around listening to this playlist. And when West End Girls came up, I was like, Oh my gosh, this isn't just a genre parody. Like, Inner City Pressure is a direct parody of this song. Mm -hmm. That's funny. He's like, oh, the West End girls waste on us. That, like, <laughs> chorus part is totally in Inner City Pressure. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make that correlation at all because I'm not super familiar. <laughs> um, but I thought I wasn't super into uh, the Pet Shop Boys song, but I thought uh, the Flight of the Concord song was good because I like Flight of the Concords. <laughs> Uh, and then it's funny because those two songs that fit so well together, I love both of the songs, are sandwiched by the two songs I hated most on this playlist. Really? Um, I thought you would dig this Diplo beat. I hated it. I think I skipped the song halfway through because I couldn't stand it. It was just... <laughs> It's just a bad song and Madonna's just trying to be relevant and she's not and Nicki Minaj sucks and I the beat did nothing for her. I didn't know it was Diplo. Diplo to me is very hit or miss. He has some stuff that blows my mind and he's so innovative um, a lot of the times and some of the things he does are just crazy. But then a lot of the other times like the dude he gets a lot of money for what he does so he just makes stuff i'm and not that's a what huge diplo like. guy either but i i think this is a good collaboration i think the way this song like changes from part to part is really interesting a lot of electronic music is like programmed from beginning to end to be one thing and this song has like three pretty different vibes throughout it mm. I thought it was fine. Uh, I'm not. I, I knew for a fact that Dan was going to put a Madonna song on here because that's just the kind of person that Dan is. You know what? You know what's kind of funny listening to this playlist and hearing hearing you just say like how there's like three different vibes to it and Diplo produced it. And I get the digital theme, um, but it seems like you're stuck on like 80s digital. Mm. Even though you added the all the stars, there's not one trap song on here. There's not one dubstep song on here. Yeah, but you didn't give this. You didn't get through this song. This song has huge trap influences. That's why I didn't put a classic Madonna song on here. Well, f me then, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I will admit, like, I definitely am underexposed to electronic hip hop music. That's a genre that I like haven't like really delved into. Not even um, necessarily that. Like, I mean, there's no. Yeah, it's just it is it is interesting that there's no like even I, we'd mentioned before like strangers thing like there's a lot of right. that kind of music out now whether it's instrumental or trap or just instrumental dubstep there's nothing on well, here listen, like that you have to be subjective when you put a playlist together about digital music because and, and I'm, all I'm music not, is digital right now like <laughs> yeah. whether you choose to admit it or not like everything you hear on the radio is digital no i know and i'm not holding that against what i'm rating this playlist i just thought that that was interesting and i just realized it now like for something that's digital it's kind of like focused and there's not even really any like edm or i don't know no see the original name for this playlist was uh synth pop Okay, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Okay, okay. But I, I take decided it back to now. go for the joke. Uh, moving in stereo by Cars. Uh, I forgot how digital this song was because it's kind of like a rock song with like digital little mm. like pops here and there, you know? Yeah, it's, it's cool. Stuff. I thought it was cool yeah, to I mean, listen the cars to headphones. Were... I've never heard this song before, so I was like, cool. But the cars <laughs> were one of those. The cars were one of those '80s like new wave bands that was like a traditional rock and roll band that just like got excited by electronic stuff and started to incorporate it more and more, which I think is definitely like a fun sub subgenre. Like, um, they're not Depeche Mode or something like that. That was a band that was all synthesizers. Like, mm. they were a rock and roll band who just embraced digital elements. Yeah. Um, then you end the playlist with "This Is America." We talked about this. Did you have anything else to add to this? Not really. I mean, I think that there's other Childish Gambino songs that could have gone on this playlist had I like known Red we were Bone, using maybe. the same song. Yeah, exactly. Redbone yeah. was an was an early thought. Um, but yeah, I think there's just some interesting transitions, mm-hmm. sort of similar to the Madonna song. I like it's easy to program a beat and just have someone sing over it. It's mm-hmm. more interesting to use electronic instruments as instruments and write a song utilizing them. Yeah. This is some cool, like when the beat stops and it goes like, da, 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 yeah. da, 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 and then it's just like this weird drony stuff in the background. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, that's the playlist. Um, I'll start with the two songs. I think maybe you could add or replace. I think that, there are so many Tegan and Sarah songs you could have put instead of everything is awesome, either off of heartthrob or I love you to death, or they have so many different releases that um, DJs have remixed of their songs. Like probably like 50 different versions of like closer, like some other songs that would fit great on here. And you also liked um, atomic bomb, the hot chip remix hot chip did a really cool um, cover of dancing in the dark by Bruce Springsteen, Mm -hmm. which um, it's much different, but also like you, when you listen to it, you're like, this is dancing in the dark and this is cool. Um, So I think that those would be cool additions to this playlist. Yeah, I would mess around with those. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have uh, a ton other than, like, just the title being, let's get digital. Digital. Uh, let's uh, probably, why not? Digital Love by Daft Punk, even though you didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> let's put that one on there. And uh, the Mario song, because that sounds digital. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about what you should add, because it's your playlist and you can do what you want to. Okay. Any other right. overall thoughts? No, nah, just ask and then I'll tell you how I rated it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I'll do the same. 
Jimmy and Jeff, was I able to talk you into my Let's Get Digital Digital playlist? Yes. yes. Oh, Thank we you. got three different answers. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, when, so when I was grading yours first, there were six songs that popped up. Uh, red <laughs> at the end of songs I don't want to listen to again. And, you know, you had 25 songs, so I had to rate it 76 out of 100. Um, the, the songs that I do like on here, I like all of them. Like, I was, like, Easy by Troy Sivan. I think that song's great. I never even heard it before. I never even heard of it. Blinding Lights was is new to me, which sounds like I'm a grandfather, but <laughs> it is. And, I mean, just a lot, most of these songs I already like anyway, but even, mm-hmm. like, Two of Hearts, I forgot that song even existed, and it comes in, it's like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and i'm like yeah yeah i feel like the playlist has a good vibe like you could put this on on a road trip and it would feel simpatico uh i listened to this so many times dan and i had such oh, a really? range of motion of emotion with it i started it and i was like oh i really don't like this playlist i listened huh. to it like the entire way through and i was like there's like a few songs on here that i think are cool but i don't know man um and then, like, I started listening to it again. And I was like, oh, I can kind of get down with the MGMT song. Like, oh, that Weekend song is pretty good. Um, but, like, man, all those 80s songs, that's, like, probably my least favorite genre of music is, like, songs from you're, the 80s. You're like that dude who's, like, the prequels are great because they're CGI. They're better <laughs> than the original. Um, yeah, Jimmy likes the stuff that was inspired by the stuff he doesn't like. Yeah, I mean, no. kind of because the production value is a lot better. Um, I mean, yeah, like true. some of the melodies and stuff are there. Like, I get it, but like, it, it just—it sounds like eight bit. It sounds like 8-bit music and then like 16-bit music is like the 80s music now. It sounds a little bit like cleaner and like it has more stuff going on. You know what I mean? That's how I'm putting mm-hmm. it to. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but some of those 8-bit games are worth it because the quality of the game. <laughs> That's debatable. Some things don't uh, don't age very well. Are you telling me the original Super Mario Brothers isn't a good game because it looks bad? It's not because it looks bad, but because other games have made it better. Just saying. All right, guys. Guys, let's not fight. We're, we're, <laughs> all, we're all cousins and or friends. But it, it ultimately like did come down to there were there were more songs on here that I did like and that I will listen to than I wouldn't like and wouldn't wow. listen to again. I'll take it. I'll take that as a win. Yeah. Next week, Dan and I are going to talk Jimmy into his show, and he's going to have to like it because his dad is a firefighter. <laughs> and that show is Rescue Me. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim, what's your exposure to Rescue Me? Um, I think I've seen an episode here and there, but I I think both my mom and my dad watched it and were really into it when it was on. And um, yeah, I was the, I was a little young when it came out, so I never I never watched it. It's the Dennis Leary nine eleven PTSD vehicle. <laughs> That's one way and to it's it. hilarious. <laughs> if you thought nine eleven wasn't funny, <laughs> wait till you see Dennis Leary's take. <laughs> oh. Dan, where can people find this podcast on the internet? 
Well, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Talk Me Into, on Instagram at Talk Me Into Pod. Um, we have a really cool Patreon with tons of exclusive material. If you've been enjoying our show, it's patreon.com slash talk me into. You can also search for our videos, which we're going to have a lot more of soon on YouTube. Um, just search for Talk Me Into. And if you want to find out where all of our episodes are like streaming or podding or whatever the term is, go to talkmeinto.com. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you personally? You can find me at Son of a Fitch on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, just posting a, a various amount of things on the, those platforms. Um, <laughs> well said. Jeff, where can people find you online? People can find me posting pictures of Magic the Gathering cards held by people with disgusting fingernails on Instagram at Magic the Clippening, or you can find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-